Welcome to our gym. I'm Angela Todd, and these are my little pea shooter weights. <laughs> Welcome back. We are here to pump you up. <laughs> we're in our gym and we are, what are we doing, babe? Well, we're talking about good exercise. Why is it good? Because it's good for you. It's good to exercise. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's a lot of benefits, obviously, that can come out of it. And uh, one thing that I want to make clear is like, you don't need a home gym. You don't even need a gym membership. You don't need any of those to be able to exercise. I mean, you can go out and walk. You can get a towel and put it on your floor. Uh, there's all kinds of things on YouTube now where you can do different types of exercise. I mean, I've heard all kinds of stuff that people have done during the shelter in because they haven't been able to go to the gym. My encouragement to you is just, just to move, just to do something. If you're not exercising right now, then I would usually encourage people just go out and walk around the block. You know, it takes. Once, once you get around the block, then you know maybe the next time you get two blocks and then mm -hmm. maybe start getting around the neighborhood and then you're walking out of your neighborhood. So whatever it is that you do, just do something. Just start no matter how small you might think it is. And it's about starting some discipline, some dedication in your life, creating diligence. And then once you start to do that, then it starts to become a pattern. There's that word diligence again. Same thing with your eating. You just gotta do it. You could just roll out of bed and do some squats because you're already that low. You know, do like 10 squats. I like to, sometimes when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, I'll stand over the sink like this and then I'll just do some leg lifts as I'm brushing my teeth. And my husband's always like, what are you doing? Well, no, she does that in public. Like, we'll be out. Like, well, even if I'm at a stoplight. Yeah. You know, I'll like. So like, we're at a stoplight, like out shop or something. She's like, <laughs> me and our daughter are like, Lord have mercy. It's like, however it works for you, just do something. Yes. Just do it. Just do it. You can do something. So I'm going to read um, scripture for you. It's uh, 1 Timothy 4 and 8. And I'm going to read first out of the Amplified. For physical training is of some value. Okay, this is what I want you to get. It's some value. Okay, it doesn't say it's no value. So this is the word. It said it has some value. But godliness, spiritual training is of value in everything and in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and for the life to come. So really what it's saying here is that you know, your spiritual health is the most important thing. But it's not saying that your physical health isn't important as well too. Another thing that I like to do is multitask when I'm exercising. So when I'm exercising my physical body, I'm also filling myself up with the word, getting, you know, through the spirit, getting down into my soul, increasing myself that way as well too. And you can do that if you've got a phone and you go out and walk. You know, there's podcasts, there's all kinds of stuff. You go to YouTube yeah. and there's so many ways that you can get the word into you. So I encourage you that when you are exercising, do both. You can be getting something in your ears and your eyes while you're actually exercising as well too. So it's called a double whammy. Double whammy. Spiritual and physical exercise in one setting. Will you read from the message? First yeah. Timothy 4 and 8, the message. You've been raised on the message of faith and have followed sound teaching. Now pass on this counsel to followers of Jesus there, and you'll be a good servant of Jesus. Stay clear of silly stories that get dressed up as religion. Exercise daily in God. And that's the double whammy that we talked about. No spiritual flabbiness, please. <laughs> really? That's so funny. Workouts in the gymnasium are useful, but a disciplined life in God is far more so, making you fit both today and forever. You can count on this. Take it to heart. This is 
why we've thrown ourselves into this venture so totally. We're banking on the living God, Savior of all men and women, especially believers. Wow, that big long message in that one little thing. <laughs> it takes it's like, some, I know, so I said it's like a book. There's so that, much so. there. I, th I like no spiritual flabbiness. It's easy, like when you're dieting and you can have your ups and your downs. And I notice even when you fast, sometimes you, if you're not led to go into a fast and you're trying to do a fast on your own, you actually become more hungry when you come out of a fast that you're trying to do on your own and then you overfeed yourself and then you start indulging a little bit more. Yeah. But when you're led by the Lord to fast, you're not hungry. Well, I think you can take that same thing and you can apply it now to what we're talking about, about exercise. I mean, it's saying that it does benefit you some. Sometimes I think we want to be so religious that we think that that doesn't matter, you know, but it's, it's word actually that it's right. part of that. So it's not about my works and me having to do all these things. It comes from a place of grace. And when we get a revelation of that grace, that's when we believe right and we act right. You know, understand that you're the righteousness of God in Christ. When you get a real revelation of that, that's what helps you to live right. It's not your actions that make you righteous. It's because of the grace of God that's made you righteous. So what he's done for your health, what he's done to give you a wonderful temple that is whole, then out of that right belief, that will allow you through grace to be able to exercise, to be able to eat right. So it takes, takes the works out of it. And if you're having a hard time asking the Lord, Lord, give me the grace to exercise today or to, you know, keep your body Eat fit right. for that day. Yeah. Just ask, ask, seek, knock, and he'll do it. I remember Joel Osteen was saying that he went to the grocery store, just a simple, he was gonna get out, he was in his workout clothes, and the Lord said, what are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? I, I don't, <laughs> I'm just reiterating what I remembered. He's like, you're not going in there looking like that. <laughs> you're representing the Lord himself by your physical appearance. And what I like to pray is, Lord, give glory to yourself today. And sometimes when I am in that space, I will want to look my best. I'll want to feel my best. I want to do those things. I know we get out of bed and we're, you know, we need to just wash our face, but wash your face and put a little makeup on, brush your hair, <laughs> brush your man, teeth. Man, that goes for you too, man. Yes. Ain't about just putting a hat on backwards all the time, which I wear a hat backwards a lot, but it's taking care of yourself. Literally. So let's just talk about some of the natural things that exercise can help you to do or to do better. And the uh, first one is to have better sleep. It's going to improve. Same with your eating, right? Yeah, it's going to improve your sleep quality. It's going to improve uh, the recovery that you get out of that sleep when you're in a deep, deeper sleep pattern. So it's going to help you repair. One of the things that I like to declare over us every night before we go to bed is that our bodies will be renewed like the eagle. When you study though what actually an eagle does, that's he renews his youth by grinding his bill on the rock and just taking out the old feathers and the new feathers are going in. So it's a literal physical renewal. Right. So when we can believe in that word that we have that, our bodies can be renewed at nighttime, but we need to be in that sleep pattern in order to do that. The second thing that exercise helps to do is to eliminate stress. So one thing to realize is that when you come under stress or experience some type of anxiety, your body releases hormones, which cause that elevated stress, like the flight or fight syndrome. And when you exercise, it actually burns off those hormones. So what your body's trying to put off to stress you out, you can actually burn that off through exercising. So one of the things I was doing, uh, some research on sleeping pills, you know, sometimes people I know will take those to help them to sleep, but what they don't 
realize or understand is that the negative effects or the side effects of that can be increased anxiety throughout the day. So then they experience that and then they share with the physician that and then they put them on an antidepressant. So it's oh like, you know, this it's this merry-go-round effect. You're taking one thing to yeah. help you with one thing and then you're taking another thing because it's causing another thing and, you know, um, it can all be basically eliminated by standing on the word and taking care of what you need to do on your own. But if you are taking sleeping pills and you're having trouble sleeping, maybe just start weaning yourself off slowly by eating better, right? Mm -hmm. By fueling with nutrients and being able to exercise a little bit more. And the more you lean off one, standing on the word, get the word in you as you're exercising and as you're eating a little bit better and, and watch it. You know, you don't have to like quit cold turkey. Some people just can't. Uh, but if you can't and you are on some kind of medication, do it slowly over time. Um, there's also, there's natural things like melatonin that you can get from uh -huh. health food store that can help you to sleep as well too. Um, but all the things that we're talking about, remember they all work together. So if that is somebody, and I feel like there's some people who are listening right now that are having problems with sleep is why we're being led by the Holy Spirit to talk about this, is that doing the things that we're talking about are gonna help to get you to a place where you have that sound Amen. sleep. We just wanna encourage you to stand on the word. Yeah. You know, believe that he's gonna help you to sleep sweetly throughout the night. Amen, and we're standing with you. We just declare sweet sleep over your life and just loose the Amen. angels to minister to you even when you're sleeping. Amen. So the other thing exercising does obviously is to help us to maintain our weight or if we're at a place where we need to lose weight or even some people are trying to gain weight. Uh, like where I'm at right now is just, we're maintaining. That's why okay. I said when you get to a place where you maintain your weight, it becomes really easy. Um, it's a lifestyle. Right. So, but if, if you're at a place where you're trying to lose weight, I'm just gonna talk a little bit more on the losing weight perspective is that you're gonna obviously be burning calories while you're exercising. So there's something that I learned years ago and it's still interesting to me this day and I like to share this with people when they're trying to lose weight because I think it gives you a really good perspective of what your body actually has to do when you're overweight. For each pound of extra weight you have, each, each pound, let's just call it fat, each pound of extra fat that you have, it takes one mile of capillaries to then supply blood to that tissue. Wow, okay. So if you're 50 pounds overweight, that's 50 miles of extra capillaries that your body has to work to pump blood to those things. Which is hard on the heart, which is hard on your organs, which is hard on your liver, it's well, hard on everything. And it becomes kind of a snowball effect, so it's causing all this additional physical stress on your body that you really don't want to have. Right. And I remember one of our close friends, he lost 50 pounds um, a couple years ago, and he told me when I lost like the 25, he said it felt like I took a weight off my back. He's like, I didn't breathe as hard, I didn't work hard. Obviously he got in shape as well too, but what he really had a revelation of was how much lighter he felt being overweight can lead to all these other problems that you may have from a health perspective. It can right. lead to diabetes, um, we already talked about you know, COPD, which is the respiratory problems, uh, heart attacks earlier. I mean, you don't wanna put your body underneath that stress. So right. uh, we just encourage you, if you're at a place where you, know, you need to lose weight, um, like we were talking about earlier, don't feel condemned. We're not trying to condemn anybody, we're trying to help you. We're trying to help you through what we're giving through these natural principles and the Word of God that's going to help get you to that desired weight. And just start, like we said before, just start doing something. Just start exercising a little bit. Like our friend that had lost 50 pounds, he just was—he just started hiking. Started walking, yeah. Just started walking. 
and then walking around the neighborhood led to venturing out of his neighborhood and then walking down the street and then he saw a big mountain and then <laughs> so it was just okay well I'm gonna tackle the mountain so it was slowly and over time I think we also too live in a society where you know I want it now I like um, Bugs Bunny I want an Easter egg. I want an Easter egg. <laughs> you wanted it right now. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't manifest that way. There's the principle of 30, 60, and 100 fold. Sometimes it will take time. It just depends. But don't get out of doing something regularly or being diligent because you're not seeing results right away because over time you will. And other people will notice before you stay off the scale. Yeah, stay off the scale. Really, stay off the scale because. Sometimes that can be deterrent because your weight can go up and down so much with water weight and other type of things. Use the mirror as your as your tool because the mirror is really going to show you or you know your belt or whatever that may be. Yeah, or the fitting of your clothes. That's a telltale sign, right? If something is feeling tight, well then you know lay off the donut that day. <laughs> Easier said than done, right? So there are, there's alternative to donuts, right? There's there's carrots. There's no alternative <laughs> to a donut. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's protein bars. There are some protein bars that are really good, that are low in calorie, that are sugar-free, that taste just like a candy bar. So if you're having a craving, then get some protein bars that taste good, that can actually replace those cravings because that will help you. So Bobby, my kickboxing trainer. He, I remember he said to me one day, you can do anything in 10 seconds. If you can do anything in 10 seconds, then you know what, just squat. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, <laughs> Just start that in the day. Just take 10 seconds and do something. And start there. Just keep it simple. Yep. So if, even if you're a mom or you're you know, taking your kids or your dogs for a walk, just get out. Push the stroller. As you're pushing the stroller, do some lunges. So I like to, like you're talking about multitasking, I like to get on my elliptical and I, I like to get my weights in the hand and then I like to do a little bit I've of these. I've seen a lot of people out on the streets doing this lately. Yeah, you could do that. You can people go for a walk. That's one way to do it. You could take your 10 seconds. Remember I told you about your squats. You can do these. Main thing I said before, just do something and have fun with it. Because if you can't have fun with it, then what's it worth doing? <laughs> Plus, a lot of you are at home with your pets right now and just laying around, so get out. Go walk that dog. Go walk the dog.